Hey, welcome again to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I'm Chris. I'm here with my lovely wife, Jamie, and we are glad that you're joining us for a new season. That's right. New season, new year, and what else is new? And a new house. Yes, we are finally, after 14 months Mm -hmm. of living out of suitcases, we are finally in our new home, and... It is good. It is good. (laughs) It is good. Got the new setup, the new wall we just put up. If you've been following Mm -hmm. us on Instagram, you've been able to see some of of our Mm -hmm. journey. Yeah. And our new house, we've been sharing some some clips and some fun things with our new home that we're enjoying. Yeah. We're glad that you've joined us and we wanted to talk to uh, something, I don't know, I don't want to say different. I mean, we always always want to bring helpful things to you. But I guess it's different because we're just talking about negative beliefs. Yes. Happy New Year. We're, we're not going to be all positive over here today. Yeah. We're, let's talk about negativity. You know, yeah. but, but it's for a positive reason. It so, is positive reasons. So we're not going to share, we're not ever going to share downers with you. That, mm-hmm. would, that would be pointless. There is enough of that going on. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, we are going to talk about negative mm-hmm. beliefs or distorted automatic thoughts. These are, they're right. a big deal. A lot of people, when we have the mass amount of people dealing Mm -hmm. with anxiety and depression and all of that, these things, these these ants, as they're called, what's that for? Automatic negative thoughts. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of us, and I will say us because I am prone to this. All of us. Everybody. Yes. A lot of us have Mm -hmm. these, and they really can derail our lives personally, and they can Mm -hmm. derail our marriages if we don't get them under control. Yeah, especially in our marriages. Look... When we got married, there was the two of us became one flesh, right? Mm-hmm. We're in the process of becoming one flesh. It's mm-hmm. not just an overnight for the thing. rest of your yeah. lives. <laughs> like if you're drawing breath, you're you're working mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. So there's no such thing as something that's legitimately bothering one spouse mm-hmm. that doesn't affect the other spouse. I mean, it just it's. I'm not talking about like getting upset at somebody while driving and you get over it by the time you get home. I'm talking about if there's mm-hmm. something bugging you. So if your spouse says, "Hey, I've got a problem." we've got a right. problem, right. right? And even Paul relates to the believers as a body. And if one part of the body's not doing well, then the whole body suffers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So we, we've got to be attentive to the things that are affecting the other person so that way we can be successful and thrive as a couple. That's right. Because our thought lives, they matter, Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, yeah. we're all familiar with the placebo effect, right? You know, if you're explain that, if you're, yeah, sure. Well, if so, if they do studies and they they're they're giving people certain people medicines and they're giving mm-hmm. certain people sugar pills, but they tell them it's medicine, mm-hmm. and those who are getting the sugar pill will start to get better at the same rates, mm-hmm. sometimes even at a better rate than those who mm-hmm. are taking the medicines. Right. And it's because they're believing mm-hmm. I'm getting medicine that's helping me, that's going to help me feel better and yeah. do better. Well, there's also something called the nocebo effect. Mm-hmm. And it works kind of the same way. Sure. But what it is, is it's there, there's there been medical studies done where they had a group of patients who all had the same diagnosis mm-hmm. and they were all given this placebo pill. They didn't know Mm -hmm. that it was a placebo. They were given this pill and told the whole, here's the whole list of side effects, right? Here's the side effects. This drug comes, comes with 
Good luck. Yeah. Well, it was a sugar pill. It, it wasn't an actual medication. Well, 11% of those took it so extremely that they dropped out of the study because they said their side effects were so bad. Yeah, it was too be- too much, can't do it anymore, just going to drop out of the study. Right, and right. from a sugar pill. Right. It wasn't even because it's that belief. Mm-hmm. Our, our beliefs really impact us. And then there was yep. another study of 270 patients. They all had the same arm pain. So similar situation again. They were given, half of them were given pain pills. The other half were given acupuncture for treatment. Well, at the end of the study, the acupuncture patients did a little bit better overall, but all of them, almost all of the patients had side effects But the problem is they weren't given acupuncture and they weren't given medication. Mm -mm. It really came down to their bodies expecting and living out. They were, their bodies reacted Mm -hmm. to what their minds believed. Sure. Our beliefs are powerful. Right. You know, a lot of our beliefs are built off of past experiences. Mm -hmm. So, you know, things that have happened to our lot in our lives, you know, from childhood, prior relationships, Mm -hmm. work experiences, right. All that, that, gets thrown into a bucket of beliefs and yeah. then based off of that that's how we're going to to interact and in the world that's how we're going to to feel our certain emotions and we're going to respond in certain ways and to one another absolutely yeah and because when we start believing these things if we're thinking something we're automatically believing it's true mm-hmm. if we think it it feels like a fact and that's not always that's not always the case, Mm-mm. but that can be a real problem when it comes to your marriage. And, and God already knew this, <laughs> but, and it's Shocker. why we have like Philippians four, eight, you mm-hmm. know, he tells us to think on whatever is true, whatever it is, is noble, whatever is good. Think Love on these things because mm-hmm. it matters. And here we've got the medical community who entirely acknowledges that. Sure. You've got the mental health community. Mm-hmm. We for sure acknowledge it yeah, and see they, it all the time. They call it reframing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and then we've got scripture where God's saying from the beginning, this matters. What you're pondering mm-hmm. on matters what you because focus on, yeah. your thoughts, you've got this loop that can happen in your life. And we mm-hmm. just go by this blindly often because if we believe it, we accept it yeah. and we, we go about our, our day or it, it affects us. So we have our thoughts that affect our emotions And then our emotions usually lead to actions. And then those actions get repeated and they turn back into thoughts and more emotions and more actions. And we're just going about our life without ever stopping to question what we're believing. Mm -hmm. And when you're married, you're going on this cycle and you're taking your spouse with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no not taking them with you. Right. So, and one of the the things that feeds into or adds into part of the beliefs, not only is the past experiences, but also what Jamie and you had talked about, these automatic negative thoughts, ants Mm -hmm. or distorted Mm -hmm. automatic thoughts. I, I like personally... The ants, because in they come with a visual. <laughs> they, yeah, well, in, in especially in this region of the south, not everybody has these black sugar ants that mm. that will just kind of pop out of nowhere. Yeah, um, when there's a whole bunch of them, it's easy. I don't know how they get in. And when yeah. he says pop out of nowhere, he's talking about in your house, wake up in the yeah. morning, and your counter. Yeah. Has ants. Right. And so, and you're trying to trace them down. I don't know where these come from. And sometimes there'll just be one. And it was like, where did this come from? But anyway, the point is they'll just pop out of mm-hmm. nowhere and there's not a lot of control about that. Mm-hmm. I, I I like that because it's just kind of that visual. 
but I also like the idea or the, the term distorted automatic thoughts because I, I, I think mm-hmm. that takes that a little differently. It's yeah. like <laughs> knowing that you are looking through a lens that changes things. It's distorted. It distorts things, right? And you, but you don't know how much or how far. Mm. You might not know. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. like that the idea of someone getting glasses who maybe mm-hmm. hadn't got glasses or they hadn't got a prescription updated in a long time, and they're like, "Oh wow, I can see." Yeah. Well, and as soon as you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, I have really bad vision, or I had really bad mm-hmm. vision. I got LASIKs done about 20 years ago, and we had hardwood floors in our girls' room only back in our house in Florida. Recently installed. Yes, they were mm-hmm. brand new and. I had gotten my LASIK surgery and I'm in the kid's bedroom and I'm yelling across the house. I'm Christopher, what happened? What is wrong with our floors? I -hmm. thought something like ruined our floors. (laughs) It was wood grain. Yeah. It was wood grain. And, I had and the never leg seen. In the wood. Yes. Did somebody spill something out here? I had ruined. never <laughs> seen it. And guess what? I had no idea mm-hmm. that what I was seeing before was distorted until I saw and understood what the truth was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love that. I love that. And so we're going to go ahead and, and we have a list mm-hmm. that you can, we'll put in the show notes or put in the comments where you can go and get the list from our mm-hmm. website. We're going to talk about a, a couple of the common lists that couples mm-hmm. or common yeah, distortions. Yeah, the common distortions. Yeah, that, that couples will run through. And I'm going to start off with fortune telling. Okay. Uh, you know, because yeah. if you've been listening for any amount of time, you know that I'm a recovering people pleaser. Mm-hmm. My name is Chris. Hi, Chris. I, you, I was waiting. I'm like, he, no self-control. For, he can't for, do it. For those of you who shared that you love that joke, thank you. Thank no, you. you. No, no. Quit keep, reinforcing this. You keep this. encouraging me. Quit. No, stop it. <laughs> but anyway, be, so fortune telling is one that, that we see in mm-hmm. almost every couple has fortune telling. Yeah, this we, idea we've had it. Of see, mm-hmm. seeing into the future, of knowing, and it's usually in a negative way. And as a, a recovering people pleaser... That, you know, that's one of the struggles is, well, if I do this, then it's going to happen, or I can't say it this way, or I can't do that way. And it's it's really mm-hmm. exhausting. I mean, there's, there's yeah. trying to, to account for all of the variables to make right. sure. Well, it's, that, it's kind of like you're trying to control because you already see the outcome. Mm-hmm. You're, you've got that locked in. I know what's going to happen. If yeah. she finds this out, this is going to happen. And now mm-hmm. I've got to act accordingly or prevent um, yeah, her from ever finding out. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's sure. Or in, 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 we'll even see it with wives where, oh, my husband will never do that. And we, they won't do that. And they was like, well, have you asked your husband? And then it's like, well, no, because I know that, that, that mm-hmm. they won't. But then they ask and the husbands are usually like, yeah, right. yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with it. Not always. Right, oh, right. Yes, yeah, sometimes they're right. But mm-hmm. just, and you, look, even if you are right in your fortune telling, doesn't mean mm-hmm. it's a good thing, right? right. To just assume mm-hmm. and just be that fortune teller and predict. Well, I'm not going to ask because it's pointless to. Yeah, absolutely. We would recommend use your powers for good. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and another here's another one. And, and what we're going to do, we're just going to give you a few examples of mm, these. Mm-hmm. And then like Chris is saying, go grab that list, sit down together and go over it and see where you can find yourself at. Yeah. Because we all have these. And oh, here's yeah. the, the good news and the bad news with this. The goal isn't to entirely get rid of these. Mm-hmm. It's okay if they come back automatically, but the goal is to learn how to do something different with them. Mm-hmm. The goal is to not be held captive exactly. to them. And we're going to talk about that because scripture also gives us 
an, a, a way to get out of this as well, and we want to share that. But here's another one. This is called catastrophic thinking mm-hmm. or catastrophizing. And here's what this looks like a little bit. It, it's blowing everything out of proportion. Yeah. And when we do that, it's usually negative. Mm-hmm. And a simple thing, when I would counsel women, and so many of them would get so stressed out about things, and a common thing that would drive them crazy or be hard is if a husband was late from work. Mm, yeah. You'd think it's a simple thing, mm-hmm. but the husband's late and they're not answering their phone. And all of a sudden, this poor woman is thinking, my husband is dead. He is dead on the side of the road. He has wrecked his car. Something has happened. He's mm-hmm. been kidnapped. He's having an affair. Mm-hmm. And, and they start going through, oh, I, this woman at work, I know I she's like that. She's going to come on to him. She probably talked him into going out to dinner and all of this. All of these like horrific stories. And now by the time this man gets in the door, this woman has been pondering over all these catastrophic events. How is she going to greet her husband? (laughs) Not, oh my goodness, it's so good to see you. I missed you so much. No, where have you been? Yeah, why haven't you answered your phone? What's wrong with your phone? What's wrong with you? Right. And here's the deal. Here's how you can control that more. Mm -hmm. Like Chris was saying for for the other one, ask. Ask. Don't just assume that you Mm -hmm. know the answers. You've got to ask your spouse how they feel. Well, in this one, you've got to allow some other options. Now, is it possible? Mm -hmm. Could they be on the side of the road, broken down in an accident, having an affair? Sure. Sure. But the odds Mm -hmm. are against those things. Yeah. The odds are so much greater. And so in those moments, you want to think, what else? What else could be happening? Because Mm -hmm. when you have that catastrophic thought, you instantly feel that anxiety. Sure. You instantly, that your worry increases, your fear Mm -hmm. increases. Well, because thoughts feed into the emotions. Right. And because you've had that thought, then now you have big emotions and those mm-hmm. big emotions are now driving your actions. They're driving yes. Your and so now I'm calling my husband over mm-hmm. and over and over, or I'm going to un- unload on him when he walks in the door. Do you and know what you've done to me? Right. And mm-hmm. instead of that, it's dialing it back a little bit and going, okay, yes, he could be in an accident, mm-hmm. but he also just could have stopped to get gas. His phone battery might be dead. Mm-hmm. His boss could have called him into the office. He could be buying me flowers. <laughs> he could yeah. be stopping by the grocery store to pick up mm-hmm. something to help me. There are other options on the table. And when we have catastrophic thinking, yeah. we wipe them all off and just go with the worst case scenario. And when mm-hmm. we do that, it really does impact our spouse. Sure. Yeah. And our relationship. Right. Yep. Right. All right. Well, let's talk about another one that's, let's, I guess, kind of points to me mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is that personalizing, mm-hmm. right? So we'll take things personally. So that's, that's a, a challenge again, that some the some pleasers and avoiders will have. I think is, we're all doing this one. <laughs> I know that's true. You know, well, but like pleasers and avoiders, it'll be like, oh, they're mad at me. Mm-hmm. Right. To personalize it instead of, and I think we've, we've shared this story before where, where Jamie's been frustrated, like with the computer, because the, we were on dial up and that kind of stuff. Oh just, yeah. Back and the in the day. the computer just was, was taken forever and, and kept having issues. She's frustrated <laughs> with the computer. I thought she's frustrated with me. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of people will fall into that. Oh, they're mad. They, it must be something I did. And when you feel that way, you get on the defensive. My thoughts really will quick. feed to those emotions. Mm-hmm. I'll get amped up. I'll get defensive. I'll get loaded for bear. I'll be prepared for a fight. And sometimes I'll even pick the fight. It'll go into my actions. We're picking a fight Mm -hmm. 
where there wasn't a fight to have. Right, where I'm just frustrated at this computer <laughs> yeah. that's taking 10 minutes longer and I, than I've, it should. I've actually caused the problem that I'm afraid of. <laughs> right, Yeah. right. And so and so, in, instead of doing that, what did you learn how to do instead when you feel that fear of like, oh mm-hmm. no, because as a pleaser, yeah. it is an oh no feeling that my, my wife is mad at me, my yeah. husband is mad at me. And so what did you do instead of just allowing that to receiving that as truth, what did you learn to do? I clarified. Mm-hmm. I actually asked if, if that's what was true. Hey, yeah. are, are you mad at me or are you just mad at that? Or are right. you upset with me? Or did I do something wrong? And Jamie was able to go, no, no. no. I, we won't go into this because we don't have time, but there's one story that, that kind of went through a whole thing. And I'm like, hey, look, this is what I, I, I thought that you were upset at me for such and such. And, and I, <laughs> maybe in my head, you, 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 I only made it up in my head, but I could have sworn you turned to me and said, no, who hurt you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, like how did you get there? Yeah. How did you get there? I mean, it is crazy because, you know, our brains are wired to protect us. Mm-hmm. And they will always fill holes with negative. Yeah. They will always do that. And we do that because it's self-protective. Because that way, just in the case she is upset with me, let me protect myself in this. Let me get mm-hmm. out of this. Let me fix this. Let me defend myself. And we, we do all these crazy things, which... We're doing them based off of something that is highly unlikely to be true. Uh-huh. And, and so, and even if they are the scenarios where, you know what, there is truth and I would be mad at him. Well, you still need to know. He still needs to ask, are you mad at me? So I can say, yes, now we can fix this. Yeah, now we can actually address the reality. Right, right. And <laughs> now here, so you've been throwing yourself under the bus a little bit there. A little bit. And, which, you know what, I'm glad. I'm a little bit glad because I get, <laughs> I always draw the short stick because I feel like, and, and I do, I have way more flaws than you do had different upbringings and all of that. No, No, you would never, would never. But I mean, seriously, and I think personalities, you're way more Mm -hmm. chill of a person. Like Mm -hmm. I'm envious all the time over. Except with my greeting. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We've we've got to do five takes for the greeting. For the intro. So so (laughs) high. No self-control, but you are, you're, you're a great man. You are great for me. And I, I love that. I love, but one of these for me, and again, these are ones we still fall victim to, but then we take it and we do something different with it. But this is the all or nothing Mm -hmm. thinking. Mm -hmm. So black or white, all or nothing. And right now I want to say, I do this all the time. Like I, I feel like (laughs) all, always and never are Uh big words in my vocabulary. Being thrown around. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they, they matter because if I'm thinking he never appreciates anything I do, Mm. he never does this for me, never does that for me over time. And even in that moment, that is going to skew my perception of him. Mm -hmm. It'll change your feelings. If I start saying he never appreciates me, guess what I'm going to believe that he never appreciates me. How do you overcome that? Right. Where really Mm -hmm. it was maybe he didn't pick his socks up off the floor. Right. Because he wasn't even thinking because that stuff's not on his radar. Mm -hmm. Has nothing to do with his level of appreciation. Over there and I didn't even know. Yes. See, dumb things like that happen. (laughs) Dumb things. Some percentage. Yeah. Right. And Mm -hmm. here I am like just putting bricks between us, Mm. building a wall between us because I'm now believing my husband doesn't appreciate anything ever. Mm -hmm. 
and he never will, mm, never mm. does. And you can even throw a few of those in there. Right with that, there's some catastrophizing. Oh, sure. There's some catastrophizing. There's some fortune telling. Yep. And all of these morph together. And that's the beautiful thing about this is when you start learning how to work on them and how to question them, they can be like they're together on a thread. Mm-hmm. You pull mm-hmm. one and there's usually a few others that are are stuck to it that will go crumbling down too. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Very rarely do you have just one, and right. I and look, we could probably do a whole show. I'm going to throw. I'm calling it audible because I want to talk about something called emotional rationalization. Mm. And I think this is a particularly I don't want to say damaging one, but mm-hmm. uh, but it's as far as it, it has the most potential to cause problems, mm-hmm. and it's that's emotional rational emotional rationalization. Is when our we let our feelings define reality, right? Right, because right. I, I'll feel something as a certain way, so it must be that way. And you kind of even mentioned mm-hmm. that with some of the other ones, feelings like are how, facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. how they'll tie together. And so, well, it feels like this must it must be this way, so it is this way. Mm-hmm. It feels like they don't care, so they must not care. Yeah, uh, and and we'll let our feelings be in the driver's seat. Yeah, and, and even with the fortune telling, I'll let my feelings be in the driver's seat. I'm trying to self protect. And feelings aren't good drivers. Feelings no. are bad drivers. No, they're not at all. No, take they're a, necessary. Take a ditch. They're oh, yeah. valid. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with feeling these things. No, no. But there's a problem when they get in that driver's seat. Yeah. Because they don't steer us in the right direction. Mm-mm. And and that's what we need. Here's what scripture tells us to do. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we are called to take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Mm-hmm. And here, Paul, these are like military yeah. war <laughs> this, fighting words. Yeah. This, these are just like, Oh, let's just, let's convince it or, or talk nice right. to it. No, you take, you just, you take him captive. Right. And this was, you know, Paul speaking this, he, he's sharing this from a place where he's writing letters and speaking to the Corinthian church and to mm-hmm. the Corinthians and some of the false teachers there and some of them are coming back. They're like, yeah, he's a good letter writer, but he's, he's really pretty pathetic. Mm-hmm. He, he's not, he's not right. He's not good. Yeah. They're slamming on him. Mm-hmm. And Paul's mentality here is I am in war. I am, he sees this as a spiritual battle, a spiritual mm-hmm. war. And what he's going to do is take captive those thoughts. And that's what he's going after. Not the people. He's going after their thoughts. He's going after what they believe. And he's going to take that wrong yeah. thinking, those wrong beliefs, and he's going to make them, take them captive and make them flip and believe and, and become obedient to Christ. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're called to do with our beliefs. When we're thinking, this is true, my husband is dead on the road. (laughs) Playing in the funeral in my head already. Right. We need to go, no, let me grab a hold of that because you know what? Although there's a small, small chance it could be fact Mm -hmm. and that would indeed be tragic. Oh, yeah. You don't have that evidence. Mm -mm. You don't have that evidence. And for us to believe and receive something as fact without evidence is wrong. Yeah. And so what do we do? We give that thought to Jesus and go, you know what, Lord, Mm -hmm. I don't know this. I'm just going to leave my mind open. I'm going to pray that that's not true. I'm going to take my fear and go, God, would you protect my husband right now? You know that I'm scared. You know that I'm worried. Would you help him, remind him to call me? Would you, and help me to not be overwhelmed in this moment? Yeah. 
and we take these these thoughts and we take them captive and go, what what does Jesus have to say? Mm-hmm. What are other options here? What is truth? Right. Well, yeah. What's the possible truth mm-hmm. in this? Because look, another term for distortion is lie. Yes. And if we yeah. are putting our the, our weights, our, our beliefs behind these distortions, mm-hmm. we're believing lies, and we're not supposed to believe lies. That's right. Right. John eight thirty two says, and you will know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. this way of thinking, these distorted automatic thoughts, they're bondage. Mm. Oh, yeah. It is bondage. We can mm-hmm. have freedom in the truth of Christ or in the truth, or we can have bondage to lies yeah. we're telling ourselves, lies the enemy is feeding us, lies our fears are feeding us. Mm-hmm. And God has been so gracious to give us an out to this. Yeah. We don't have to be afraid. And here's the, the big spoiler. Even if it is his fault and I'm mad at him, even if he's been hurt in an accident, God has answers for that too. He walks us through our disagreements, our conflict, our tragedies, our deepest fears. He's in all of that with us. And there's still a truth and a hope that can root us down. Mm. So if you have any of these distorted automatic thoughts, first, go get the download from our show notes. We'll have them in the caption if you're watching on YouTube. Go grab those, sit down together, help each other identify if you're bringing any of them into your marriage, because if you are, they're not helping it. They're not helping. And if you're listening to this by yourself without your spouse, and you know your spouse struggles, or if you do, and you want to get them in to get some insight, forward this episode to them, share this with them, sit down and talk about it. Because if you don't get your thoughts and your emotions under control, you're not going to be able to enjoy the journey.